0: welcome to bucks insider live casey phillips here with senior writer and editor scott smith and we are here to talk about everything buccaneers related even though right now there's very little buccaneers related that will be happening for about a i don't know month month and a half we yep. will uh, talk about that in a little bit in terms of the schedule what came out of minicamp what we're looking forward to but for now we are going to start with our trivia question and i thought this was a very creative one on your part that i liked and uh, i definitely did not know the answer. I have still not looked for the answer because okay. I wanted to find out with everybody else right. here on our show, but I thought this was fun. So share the question with everybody. All right, here
1: it is. Mike Evans is one of 52 players in NFL history with 10,000 or more regular season receiving yards. How many of those 52 players played for the Buccaneers? Mm-hmm.
0: So when you come up with a trivia question, do, do you always know the answer? No,
1: I had to look that way. Okay,
0: up. all right. I was going to be like, man, I this is impressive. Have,
1: I could have thought of most of them yeah. but i wouldn't have been sure that i got all of all of them that. right okay so you can answer this question you, you know you could try to send an answer or you could even just answer some of them that you, the think, people you that think are it involved is.
0: so you can either even say if you don't know the number this number of people or you can just try to be like all right i think this guy right. did it this guy did it and we can maybe tag team the effort so whatever way you're trying to answer it put it <laughs> underneath our facebook live video in the comments and we will get to the answer later on in the show and we'll try to shout out anybody that seems like they've gotten any of it part of it correct uh for now like i mentioned we're kind of in this dead time uh, around the buccaneers facility for the most part so tell us a little bit about the schedule right now what's going on what's not going on what what kind of is the the previous and then the next thing we have coming up
1: it's there's still a little activity it'll be less next week because you get to keep the rookies around for an extra week for what is it called rookie engagement Mm -hmm. but it's a week of doing things and yesterday there was a bunch of commotion out in the outside my office i came out and there's like 25 guys walking to the hall and they what they were doing was they were introducing all the rookies to everybody in the the building which was pretty cool
0: yeah i love that they do that i think it's great and it's it's twofold Mm -mm. that it is uh part of their Rookie Engagement, they do a lot of different classes and things that are really cool, You know, from finance to learning about Tampa. And then this is part of their etiquette training, etiquette. which I always love. They learn about the forks and the spoons. Really? Oh yeah, it's great. It's one of my favorite things ah. every year. And uh, part of the etiquette training is also about some of the idea of networking, okay. meeting people. So it's the twofold where it's one, they want everybody to see you know, what all it takes to make the Buccaneers run, that sometimes the football side and the business side don't always know each other very well, That's so they true. want them to meet them. Mm-hmm. And then also it is the day after their etiquette training to put into practice what they learned about proper meeting people and networking. how how they if, do?
1: If the part of the training is they're supposed to be friendly yeah. and shake your hand and yep. introduce themselves, then I guess it worked. They nailed they, it. They were all doing that. That's
0: great, <clears> I love that. Um, so yeah, now we have the break until training camp. And so um, tell us kind of a little bit about what we're looking forward to with training camp, and of course, also, shameless plug, training camp report live. Yeah, every we will day be doing practice, the show. Right? All the times that there are practices will be coming to you live, so make sure you are around for that. We will cover it every which way possible. By the end <laughs> of training camp, we will have talked about right. all the things. So what are some of the things that you are, are looking forward to and some things to keep in mind about camp? Well, so
1: now's the big break. It's the biggest lull, really, in the entire NFL year-long schedule. Because, you know, most of the offseason season 10 pole events, like free agency and the draft and so on. But this is the break mini camp is over, the off-season program is over, and the players don't have to report until late June, July. The date hasn't been announced yet, but it's somewhere in late July, and uh, they get this time off. And I guess what you you do is you cross your fingers, hope that nobody gets in any trouble in that span, and that everybody continues to work out enough so that when they hit training camp, they are in shape to hit the ground running. But right now it's just a big break. But then we will have training camp. It will once again be at the Advent Health Training Center, which is the fourth place the Buccaneers have ever he- <clears throat> excuse me, held training camp as you can see here started out in at the beginning the first 11 years in franchise history they just practiced at their own facility and they stayed at a, a part of that time they stayed at a little hotel right next door that was called the hall of fame hotel because it was by the hall of fame golf course hmm. that's a mall now but whatever <laughs> and then they moved for quite some time to the university of tampa where the players would stay in dorms uh, and then uh, when john gruden arrived during that tenure we we went off to um Orlando to practice at Disney's Wild World of Sports and stayed at the Celebration Hotel. And then in 2009, it just became obvious that hey, we have this perfect facility with all this great stuff. We don't have to move everything. Let's just do training camp here, and really, that's become the trend all around the league. You, when I first came in the league with the Chiefs, we were pract- we were doing training camp up in Wisconsin, and they had the Cheese League. Now almost every team just practices at their own facility or somewhere close. That was when There's you a-
0: guys took a horse and buggy. <laughs> <practice>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. I love when it's live, so they can't stop me from making jokes <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, that's. I think that it's going to be really fun this year for training camp. I know they have so many fun things planned for the fans, and I kind of like that we get to do it at our own facility. It's very convenient. It's very convenient, and it's cool for the fans and i love that our facility is even right by the stadium it just kind of feels like Mm -hmm. you know it's it's right there and by football and you know back when i was with the rams your facility and your stadium were 30 something minutes apart you better Uh, hope you did not forget anything (laughs) because that was not fun (laughs) um all right so we already have a one potential answer for the trivia question it was just one name it was joey galloway that is one of them. that is one of them way to go richard nailed it he and he he's i love that he sent it with a bunch of question marks like joey galloway maybe
1: Joey Galloway is definitely one of them, also one of my all-time favorite players.
0: All right. So, again, we're, we're looking for the rest of that trivia question because I'm going to guess the answer is more than one. It is more than one. More than, more than one. So keep on uh, trucking in the comment section underneath our live video with your answers to it. Um, something I'm looking forward to in training camp is looking at this new defensive line, that this is one of the areas of the team that had a lot of change and mm-hmm. a lot of turnover. And I know that we've gotten to – they're a hard group in the off season to see much learn much when you're shorts and t-shirts yeah there's yes, not any contact says. all the guys in the trenches that's the hardest thing to get any kind yep. of feel for um but i know that we've gotten to at least hear from you know new draft pick kalijah can see about how it's going for him and what he sees so far so what was something that maybe you learned from him or just <clears> even watching <throat> well, how they're trying to use him
1: you can see his quickness you know even though they're not hitting each other you can still you can see the guys quick and uh well i guess we'll jump right to this um he's actually got elite quickness for the interior defensive line position since oh3 which I guess is as far back as we have data, um, he had the fastest 40-yard uh, dash by defensive tackle since 2003 and just a little bit better than fellow Pitt alum Aaron Donald. And of course there's constantly Aaron Donald comparisons because of their size and they, where they came from and yep. quickness and nobody's going to saddle anybody with Hayes. I would say what Aaron a Donald. heavy
0: yoke to put <laughs> yeah. on starting your career.
1: But what what, it, what you can say is that he's playing next to another really, really good, a Pro Bowl defensive interior defensive lineman in Vita Vea and he was talking the other day about how much Vita has helped him along, but also how much help he expects to, it to be to be playing next to Vita because, as we all know, he gets double teamed a lot, and uh, that obviously has always helped the edge rushers to some extent, but it should really help out. Um, Kalija playing next to Vita Vea and he knows that already he's counting on it so yeah. it could look really good
0: and, and that is just going to be so cool to watch because I'm sure a lot of times yes they want a double team but they'd love for an offensive lineman to only have to maybe give a little attention to one and be able to go to the other mm-hmm. but if they try to go to Vita first Kalija's quickness I so fast that's yeah. going to there's no way they can try to get anything on Vita and still get on Kalija yeah. so if they try to go to Kalija first Vita's got one-on-one for a and it's he's gonna be got
1: great. for his size he's got good quickness right. too but he's also got a power game so it's... i
0: feel like for vita's size good quickness would be a 10 second 40 yard <laughs> dash the guy is so big and yeah, yeah somehow still so quick Nimble. um yeah i think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch and then the uh the other one is going to be just watching a guy like levante david again that i know everyone's excited that he is back again for another year just one of the most um, beloved figures in this franchise and it's so funny to hear him realize that uh, this offseason, he's the old guy guy (laughs) on the team. Uh, He talked about that a little bit. So uh, what do we feel like our expectations are out of him and and bring why the team wanted him back for sure and just what the linebacker yeah. group could look like
1: you know if you think about it it was nice having tom brady around because if you were like 32 33 34 he's like 12 yeah. years older than i am i'm not the old guy well now levante is the longest tenured guy he's, which
0: was a bummer for me because levante is younger than me and so i was like <laughs> oh man well
1: tom brady's younger than me so there
0: you go we were all really clinging to the tom brady <laughs> helping us all feel closer to football so uh
1: you know he i lost my train of thought. Oh, you know, we it's not like Levante's not, never been a leader, right? right? He's been a team captain for something like eight or nine years mm-hmm. in a row. He's clearly a team leader. But he even feels now like he, he needs to be even more so mm. just because he's that guy and there's a lot of younger guys on the team now. Over the last two drafts, we've added a lot of youth to that defense, and some of them are going to be in big roles. And, and for this defense to continue to be good, which it has been for most of the last four years, some of these young guys are going to have to know what they're doing mm-hmm. and Levante is the guy that's going to help them along so and he also is still a very good player i mean last year he had a very good season uh and you know that was his 10th season i believe in the yeah. league, 2011 season mm-hmm. he was a 2012 draft pick so i guess that was his 11th, 11th season yeah. um and over the last now, this is from NFL Next Gen Stats, which just started getting data in 2016, which is why it looks like cherry picking since saying since 2016. Right. But this is the average. Yards allowed per target when you're the nearest defender in coverage, and of all off-ball linebackers, probably all linebackers really, uh, these are the best. They have the best numbers in terms of not allowing yards per catch or per target, I should say. Mm -hmm. And look at Levante; he's right there. He's number two in the league. It's incredible. He's a great coverage linebacker, and he still has speed and quickness. And so, you know, that's it's awesome that we didn't lose that in the middle of our defense.
0: Yeah, that's going to be incredibly important. And I just, yeah, again, the leadership you can't overstate that. And I've seen at times over the years, Levante is not always the most vocal guy. Right, correct. He's kind of that lead by example guy, but then when things have maybe hit super rough patches, he is the guy that mm-hmm. will say something. And then therefore when he does, Everybody, everybody listens, listens. everybody a, takes it incredibly seriously. It's the Tony Dungy effect. Um, all right, we are going to hear the answer to the trivia question okay. now. So we had, Richard had given us one of the names. So, uh, well, you know
1: there's at least two because Mike Evans is included.
0: Okay, so that's that's fair, so we know it's at least two. So, so how you, many Do you want to guess 52? how many it is? <sighs> Five? Eight. Wow, that's Eight. amazing. It's kind
1: of funny, and you know, there's there's a couple that barely play, like Tim Brown's on the list. He played for us like three games. Yeah. Um, So here they are, eight players, eight of the 52 have played for the Buccaneers, and those numbers in parentheses are where they are on the all-time list. So you have Tim Brown, who's seventh. Oh, Julio
0: Jones and Antonio Brown, I should have thought of at least. And Deshaun Jackson, oh my gosh.
1: Keenum Cardale, who um, was on the Super Bowl team, scored two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. You said Deshaun Jackson, Joy Gallery was guest, (laughs) Keyshawn Johnson, and then Mike Evans. What's
0: so funny about this list is when I first thought about it, Keyshawn Johnson was the first name that popped into my head, which is very funny because I was not here when he was here. And yet, who. Antonio Brown the ones, you've... the ones I was here with did not occur to me and I I feel like somehow I was thinking of people drafted by the Buccaneers which right. is not what you said no and like are just people that were here like longer in their career some Kevin house yeah
1: some people would guess some yeah. people guessed rest in peace Vincent Jackson but he didn't quite make it but uh, there is for a bonus answer another person on that 52 man list was a Buccaneers coach Harold Jackson in 1992 and 1993. So if you want to count coaches, 9 of 52 is a pretty high percentage.
0: That is a high percentage. I love it. That was a fun one. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Bucks Insider Live, and we'll be back next time.